Dish TV is better than cable TV. Why? Because you can save 45% on packages compared to your high-priced cable bill. Wow. Take those giant scissors out and cut the cable. And save with Dish TV. Plus, you get a free DVR upgrade to record your favorite shows and free installation. And with Dish Anywhere, you can watch TV for free on your mobile device. Act fast. You can save hundreds of dollars. Does your cable company do that for you? Get all the best TV programming at your fingertips at a fraction of the price of cable TV. So say adios, arrivederci, goodbye to the high cable bill, and save up to 45% on Dish TV packages today. These are limited time offers and can change at any time. Call fast. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. That's 800-405-2561. Welcome to Sports Econ 101, the show where you rediscuss sports topics from a business perspective. I'm your host, Edward Brown, along with my co-host, Bruce McGowan, longtime sports radio personality. Uh, today's show is going to be kind of cool because uh, we're going to have a guest on we haven't had on for a little while. Yes, uh, sports agent Steve Baker, who's represented a number of NFL players, will join us and we'll talk about some issues uh, concerning uh, you know, players and contracts and interesting kind of sideline things that I think m- many of us sort of take for granted. All right. And uh, if, if we have time, I want to get into a couple of things. There, yeah. uh, I was looking through Sports Illustrated recently, and I took out three articles. Usually I only find like one or two that are, you know, for appropriate for this uh, uh, show. Uh, one was uh, still going back to Ed O'Banion, O'Banion, uh, NCAA, you know, college athletes being paid. From UCLA. From UCLA. Yeah. Uh, the other part was federal uh, tax plan, how it's going to affect athletes. Ah. And then NBA players and shoe contracts. Oh, my goodness. Jeez. <laughs> I can't. I, well, you know, Steph Curry so makes, I think Steph Curry makes more money with Under Armour or Armour yeah, or, Under Armour, or whatever yeah, Under Armour. than he does as, you know. Playing. Playing for the Warriors. Yeah. Well, well, that's what uh, Michael Jordan, same thing. Yeah, he made same. more money than all the uh, shoe people in Malaysia who were making the shoes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's crazy. Quite well, a crazy world we well, live in. If you can negotiate your good contract, yeah. you're doing a good job. I that's, guess we'll so, we'll yeah. talk to Steve about stuff like that. All right. This segment of Sports Econ 101 is sponsored by Pacific Private Money, providing mortgage investments that are currently yielding over 7.5% secured by real estate. Doesn't get any more conservative than that. You've got to check them out at PacificPrivateMoney.com. Today's trivia theme, uh, because, again, we always ask a sports trivia question at each commercial break, is going to be baseball. And um, since baseball season is about to start, we, we started earlier in the, like, really old baseball. We're going to slowly move up the ladder. Mm. Okay? Okay. All right. Like so uh, don't touch that dial because you're listening to Sports Econ 101. When we come back, Steve Baker should be joining us in the studio. He is a sports agent. Uh, who who did he? It was Jeff Garcia. Jeff Garcia, right? yeah, the former Forty Nine er and uh, US. And I shouldn't say USFL, uh, CFL uh, star who jumped into the NFL at the age I think at twenty seven or twenty eight. Well, I'd like to find out who Garoppolo's uh, agent is. Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah. All right, uh, don't touch that dial. Sports Econ one hundred and one. We'll be right back. This 
This is Mark Honf, co-host of Mortgage Investing 101. Did you know that you can earn, year in and year out, returns of 8% and more on your savings and retirement accounts? Mortgage-backed investment strategies such as trustee investing and mortgage pool funds can do just that. Since 2008, clients of Pacific Private Money have consistently earned high yields on their investments. Find out for yourself how you, too, can profit from these real estate-secured investments. Call 415-883-2150 or visit our website at PacificPrivateMoney.com. The ladies of Broadway are coming to Marin Center this March. Prepare to be amazed and inspired as these Broadway powerhouse ladies hit the stage for a dynamic evening highlighting the tales and talents of their stellar Broadway experiences. Seven accomplished women will perform and share not only their own Broadway highlights and stories, but their tributes to women such as Ethel Merman, Bernadette Peters, and Audra McDonald that have inspired them throughout their careers. This performance for all ages is produced by Transcendence Theater Company, the creators of the award-winning Broadway Under the Stars concert series in wine country. Broadway professionals currently scheduled to appear in Ladies of Broadway include women from Broadway shows such as Wicked, Mamma Mia, Hairspray, Legally Blonde, Motown the Musical, and American in Paris, and many more. Performances will be on March 17th and 18th at Marin Veterans Memorial Auditorium. Reserve tickets at www.ladiesofbroadway.com. That's www.ladiesofbroadway.com. If you suffer from back pain, joint pain, arthritis, or other chronic pain, you need to try the water therapy benefits that Avantage Therapeutic Walk-In Bath provides. Not only does Avantage Walk-In Bath help get you in and out of the tub safely, it is proven to be beneficial to relieve aches and pains, giving you the relief to enjoy your day. You can enjoy taking your new bath and rejuvenating your body in as little as seven days. And if you call today and ask for the radio special, we'll give you a 15 hundred dollar coupon towards the purchase of a new vantage walk-in bath every call in the next 10 minutes will receive a fifteen hundred dollar coupon towards the purchase of a new vantage walk-in bath your aches and pains can be washed away call right now for a risk-free quote 800-552-6851 800-552-6851 that's 800-552-6851 Looking for ways to save with your Medicare plan? Walgreens is a preferred network pharmacy with many of the nation's plans, which could mean lower co-pays for you. So bring your prescriptions to a Walgreens pharmacy today to start saving. Walgreens, trusted since 1901. Walgreens participates as a preferred network pharmacy with Cigna HealthSpring, Humana, and Florida Blue. Walgreens participates with other plans. See walgreens.com slash Medicare for details. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Again, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Bruce McGowan. So, Bruce, uh, off air, we were just talking about how Oakland, uh, kind of the A's, we were, you were going through the starting rotation, and I don't yeah. think we'd heard of any of these guys. No, you know, it's kind of sad. The A's have just gone, they're sort of like a triple-A team. They're a farm team for the rest of baseball, and they'll continue to be that way until they get their stadium issue resolved. I mean, has anybody out there heard of Kendall Graveman, Andrew Triggs, Gerald Cotton, Chris Bassett? I mean, I I have because I live here in the Bay Area. But, I mean, your average fan doesn't know who these guys are. The A's trade away or let guys walk who are, you know, up-and-coming stars. I mean, I mean, is it just to get the – it's to save the money? Well, you know, they stay under the salary cap. Until they get a new stadium, they're going to continue to do this austerity plan. It's been going on for over 20 years since the Haas family sold the team after the 1995 season. And it's a disservice to the fans in the East Bay. I mean – 
you think about the 1970s, that was a great era for sports in the East Bay. You had the Warriors yeah. winning a championship. You had the Raiders in the Super Bowl winning a title, and they were in the playoffs every year. The A's won three World's Championships. Yeah. Now in a couple of years, the Warriors will be in San Francisco, the Raiders will be in Las Vegas, and the only team left will be the A's who are mournfully looking for a new home, which is uh, appears to be as unlikely as ever. Is it possible that they would just destroy the Coliseum and rebuild it where it's That's at? possible, but then where would they play for a year? You know, I mean, they could re- recondition it, but you'd need to have at AT&T. least six months. Yeah, I'm sure the Giants would be thrilled about sharing their ballpark with the A's. <laughs> no, I don't think that's going to happen. I, you know, I don't know. I just don't know what the future of the A's is. I, You know, this is a franchise that has been unloved and unwanted uh, by the Bay Area for many, many years. There, there are some hey, – let's give the fans who do show up some credit. They are hardcore fans. Yeah. But they have turned off so many people over the years, and rightly so. I mean, are there any college uh, sports baseball fields that could hold no. a decent amount no. of people? No, there aren't any, no. You have to have a stadium that at least holds 40,000. And, and one of the problems the A's have, you know, they would move elsewhere if there was a city ready and willing to take them that had a stadium ready – that was ready to be occupied. There is no place in America, no city. Yeah, but also, uh, if you have a team full of people who are unknowns, it's really kind of hard well, to unless unless you go to a place that like has never had a team. Yeah, if you have if you go to a city that hasn't had a team before, it's a different story. You lost a team. I mean, I don't think that would be a problem. But Anchor- problem Anchorage, have them going to go to Anchorage. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, it's just it's sad. It really is. And uh, I mean, uh, Donald Fisher is is the invisible owner. You never hear from him. I give Billy Bean credit. You know, Billy Bean is the head of baseball operations. He's very creative about coming up with these young players. They continue to have good young talent. I mean, Josh Donaldson. Yeah, you yeah. know, Cespedes, Matt Olson. You know, I mean, they've got some good young players, but it's just, I can't invest. As a fan, I wouldn't be able to invest in this team. I mean, I kind of. I mean, how much of it really has to do with the stadium versus just an owner who says, I think hey, I want to you know, keep my salary, such and such? I think it's more the owner. I think the stadium is, is yeah. a sideshow. Yeah, yeah. Cause, I mean, if you put a good team on the field, the fans are going to show up. Uh, you know, the stadium has its shortcomings and is not one of the better stadiums. It's one of the worst stadiums in, in baseball, and they wrecked it when the Raiders moved back in by expanding it and, and desecrating the intimate sort of feeling they used to have. But um, I, I think that uh, they use the stadium as an excuse it's how, not the stadium. How, it's the ball uh, how, club. How many, uh, what's the capacity? Of, well, it depends on whether they open up the upper deck. Now, they're going to have a game, I guess, this year where they allow fans to come to the game for free. And they'll charge concessions. They'll charge parking. Um, this is an attempt, to, sort of a good you know, PR move to sort of try to bring in some new fans. But they've tried everything in terms of promotions. The problem is if you don't put a good product on the field, people aren't going to show up. In the last couple of years, the A's haven't been fun to watch. They've been a bad yeah. team. And people don't want to see a bad team. There are better things to do in the Bay Area than watch bad baseball. Yeah, well, also, or in any city for that matter. But and also, it's hard to like, like. I mean, even when the Cubs were not very good for many, many. years. But they years. had Wrigley Field. They had the tradition. You know, Chicago's a great sports town. Yeah. Oakland, Oakland's had its moments, but uh, the A's have never had, with the exception of the Haas family from the early '80s to the mid '90s, they've never really had a great following. And the reason for that is ownership, whether it's Charlie Finley or Steve Schott or Donald Fisher or Lou Wolf, they haven't invested in the East Bay community. They haven't gone and made an effort to bring the fans in. 
but also if you keep changing <laughs> players too often, that's the problem. That, yeah, I mean, because I was just thinking about in the eighties. You know, McGuire and uh, Canseco stayed for quite a while. Well, and most you know teams weren't teams had players moving around, but yeah. now it's just ridiculous. I mean, every year it's a different. It's like college. It's like high school. You know, you have to grab a program. Who who's on my team this year? I don't know. You know, unless you're a, a pennant winner or a World Series winner like the Houston Astros, you're not going to know half your roster year to year. It's ridiculous. And yeah, I don't yeah. think that's good for, for sports. It may be good for yeah. the athletes. Free agency may be a great thing for the athletes. I'm happy that they're making, you know, the kind of money they're making. But from the fan standpoint, no. Yeah, but then also, you know, I'm thinking if I'm a player making pretty good money, but I keep <clears throat> changing teams, I mean, yeah, where's the camaraderie on uh, – I don't think uh, players care as much about, you know, whether or not they stay in one city, to be honest with you. Now, I know some guys will – millions. <laughs> yeah, if they get – if you get a good payday and you have a home city – uh, you're living in, and you do this for seven or eight years. You know that's the payoff. Is you know make a good, get a good contract, a three or four year deal for you know five, six million, seven million a year. That's a little better than average, and uh, you're set for life. Yeah. You know why have why have any loyalty to a community? That whole concept is sort of uh, arcane now. It yeah. really is. I hate to say it. That sounds very cynical, doesn't it? Well, no, <laughs> cynical but, uh, or typical. But sure, though, yeah. um, you know, as as long as they can manage their money correctly, you, know, yeah. you pay your taxes, pay your agent, yada yada. Um, but that's why. I mean, at least baseball. You, what's the average career, uh, length of career for baseball? It's about three or four years. Really? Because yeah, football's yeah. the same way. Yeah, football's a little less. Football's a little yeah. less because of the injuries. I, mean, I think it's two or three. Baseball's three or four. What's basketball? About two to four. So, you know, three years average. We forget wow, that the average yeah. player, you know, they do very well, but they're not, um, you know, if they've mismanaged their money, they can be out of trouble. How about this guy, Esteban Loaiza, who at one point in 2006, I think, was making like 7 or $8 million a year. That was a lot of money in 2006. Sure. Then he gets busted for, what is it, cocaine? And he's facing cocaine charges now for bringing cocaine across the border. I mean, what in the world is going on with this guy? So that tells you that it, somebody who is doing well – had to resort to those kind of desperate measures. Some of these guys are just not getting either the right advice or they're just not managing their money very properly. Well, well was it um, – you mean he was bringing it across the border to sell to other people? I or? believe so. I don't know the details yeah. behind it, but I know he's facing some very serious charges now, and it's wow. uh, not a good thing. Well, yeah, they talk about uh, – you know, remember Mike Tyson lost, what, $800 million or something <laughs> over so much time? Yeah. I don't even think I could – even if I tried, I couldn't do that. Yeah, it's it, – it, <laughs> you have to be creative. I mean, you give your money away. That's one thing, giving it away to charity. Of course, but, Bengal Tigers eat quite a lot, don't they? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yes, yes. I mean, yeah. even, uh, uh, what was it, Michael Jackson, he had, what, Neverland? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that, you chewed up a lot of money. But he, I think Michael Jackson's estate left him, left quite a bit to his, uh, you know, to the survivors. So, yeah. yeah that's you know what, though? If you don't go into debt, it's hard to, to, to go bankrupt. Isn't that amazing? Uh, you can. How many times has our president declared bankruptcy? I mean, declaring <laughs> bankruptcy has become sort of a, a, a rite of passage in this country. If, you know, if you're making enough money, you can declare bankruptcy and walk away scot-free. Is that right? I don't know. Uh, well, no, there, there's something. Uh, something is, something <laughs> something is, is not something, right. Something is amiss. Something is amiss. Say. Something smells fishy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it does. Fish wrap it. All right. When we come back, uh, hopefully Steve will. He's on the road right now. Ah. Hopefully he'll be in the studio. In the studio. Maybe what we'll do is uh, just start start on the next segment. If he pops in, we we'll go. Hey, there he is, <laughs> Steve. Oh, I don't All know. Right. We'll, we'll figure that one out. Yeah. Okay. So we're uh, going to have a trivia question about yes. baseball. What's the question? All right. First question here is: What team had scored more runs than the other team 
th- than any other team in World Series history and still lost the series. Let me try that again. Ah, okay. What team had scored more runs than any other team in World Series history and still lost the series? Okay. I think you'll know this I one. I think I know that one. Yeah. I think you do know that yeah. one. All right. So you want to uh, email edward at sportsecon101.com, the answer to that question. You know, it's funny. I, I kept thinking that I was going to have all these old questions of baseball. Is that an old question, right? Uh, but it's not like turn of the century old. No, no. No, no. You know, I, want, I, I like those turn of the century ones. Oh, boy. You know, like, remember last week? Yeah. How, how much uh, was the uh, fine for uh, the first uh, fine in baseball? 20 cents or six, something? Six, six cents six for, cents. Uh, for, for j- profanity. For profanity. <laughs> I love now, it. Now, profanity in the NBA. Ten grand? Thrown, you, know, you get thrown out. Of, yeah. and like Draymond Green, what did he, he loses 100000 Was it 100000 Oh, I don't know Ooh, what it is. No, no, 50, I mean, just to know if he misses a game. Yeah, 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 <laughs> that's true. You lose your money for the missing the game, and you also pay a fine. Not good, my friend. Not good. You got to keep it under control. Keep it under control I, I, and funny, be a gentleman. Sometimes you watch these games and you go, you know what? I can see it as a player. I would get pretty miffed being like a good block and I get called for a foul. I, I think the referees in the NBA, it's unfortunate. I think I've told you this. I've refereed some rec league games, and it's a tough it's sport. Tough. To, too gotta, much I movement too, and, and too small an area. All right. Don't touch that dial. Sports Eco 101. We'll be right back. Results may vary. Not a solicitation for legal services. If you owe the IRS back taxes, payroll taxes, or have not filed your returns, the IRS will get you. They can take your property, take you to court, even put you in jail. One call to Wall and Associates and your tax problems are solved. Wall has saved clients over $150 million in the last five years. Our average client settles for about 10% of what is owed. With one call to Wall, you'll never need to talk to the IRS again. We offer free face-to-face consultations in your local area. Remember, Wall has a proven track record with a total client savings over $150 million. Call now for your free face-to-face consultation. 800-813-9940. Rebuild or replace transmission, $3,200. Anti-lock brake system, $1,000. Rebuild or replace engine, $2,400. Truth is, once your manufacturer's warranty runs out, it's all on you. Every last cent. Get protection for covered repairs with a vehicle service contract from Toco Warranty. Unlike other companies, with Toco, there's no down payment, and the monthly payments are really affordable. Not sure how long you're keeping your car? At Toco, you can pay as you go. Keep your hard-earned cash and call Toco Warranty right now at 800-222-2313 to save big money on covered auto repairs. Prices vary by vehicle, but for about the cost of a tank of gas per month, a Toco plan has your back on expensive covered car repairs. Monthly payments are very affordable. Get your free quote now. Call Toco at 800-222-2313. That's 800-222-2313. 800-222-2313. Cancellation fee may apply. Subject to eligibility. Not available in Missouri and Washington. Waiting period and deductible apply. Coverage provided and administered by Warrantech Corporation or its affiliates. Not affiliated with any manufacturer or dealership. Visit tocowarranty.com for complete terms and conditions. This family is at home, but they won't be answering the door. They know that the pounding on the door is a process server from the court waiting to hand them foreclosure documents. So instead of enjoying the home they worked so hard to afford, they sit hiding in the dark. Mom, what was that? 
but it doesn't have to be this way. This family can save their home, but they must act fast. Call Allied State Foreclosure Solutions at 800-274-7312. If you're being threatened with foreclosure, have been denied a loan modification, missed a payment on your mortgage, been a victim of a predatory loan, or are upside down on your home, it's critical that you call Allied State Foreclosure Solutions now. 800-274-7312. Allied State Foreclosure Solutions has an attorney in your area that will meet and speak with you. You can stop the foreclosure process, lower your monthly mortgage payments, save your home and your credit, but you must act now. Call 800-274-7312. 800-274-7312. Not available in all states. Paid non-attorney spokesperson. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Again, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Bruce McGowan. First trivia question. What team had scored more runs than any other team in World Series history and still lost the series? Well, I'm going to say 1960. I remember the Yankees outscored the Pirates, I think, like 54 to 27. You are correct. Yeah, they went like 12 nothing, 10 nothing, 16 to 3, but they lost 10 to 9, 4 to 3, 5 to 3, you know. And some guy named Mazeroski just kind of yeah. walked off home. I, you know, I got to know him a little bit Did and you? asked him about that. Oh, he lived off that moment forever. Oh, Hit yeah. the home run that won the World Series. Yeah, good, good second baseman. Was yeah, coaching but was he with, Hall of Fame, though? No, I mean, but he was a, a, a terrific fielder and, and a good hitter. Okay, fair yeah, enough. Yeah, nice well, guy. Well, look who joined us in the studio, Steve Baker, sports agent. How are you? I'm doing great. Excellent. Now, you said you have a trivia question for well, us. Well, hearing Hall of Fame, I have, I have my favorite uh, current uh, trivia question. There are three position players, actually three players, who won consecutive MVPs mm-hmm. in baseball mm-hmm. who are not in the Hall of Fame. Interesting. Oh. Name the three players. Wow. Ooh. That's a good one. Boy, that is a good one. Thank you. That is a wow. good one. I'd have to think about that. I feel I validated. This is, like <laughs> cur- this is like a Curb Your Enthusiasm episode. Yeah. I'm validated. <laughs> on my- <laughs> In fact, it's so funny about that show because my daughter says, you're Edward, or Dad, you're, you're just like Larry David. Yeah. <laughs> I think Dale Murphy is one of them, isn't he? Dale Murphy. Dale Murphy's, Dale that's Murphy. the hardest of the three. Yeah, yeah. That's the hardest no. of the three. Played on some bad. Very good bad, job. Yeah. No, I mean, the odds of being a consecutive MVP and yeah. not being in the you Hall of Fame. Th- th- There's uh, three. You, consec- got, you consec- got the hardest. Okay. Uh, consecutive. Cons- just, they're not. They're they they won MVPs two, two years, years in a row, but are not in the Hall of Fame. Not wow. Hall of fame. Wow. One should be totally obvious to you. Oh, Barry Bonds. Correct. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I was about to say, you can catch him working out at the Marin Day Club every day, but you already got it. Yeah. Uh, Is he okay, we'll going to, out there? I didn't realize. The right. third one yeah, won yeah. his first MVP what year? with the Kansas City Royals, uh-huh. and oh, the following year won it with the New York Yankees. Oh, wow. uh, Willie Wilson? No, no. Uh, can't be George Brett because he is in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. George uh, Brett never played with the Yankees. Never played with the Yankees. Uh, played with not, the, and it can't be not Ricky Henderson. Holy no. smokes. Uh, I'm, up. I'm drawing a blank on that one, too. I'm sure I heard of him. The, the teammates in baseball history who have the most home runs together in a season were Richard Aurelia and Barry Bonds. Mm. This other MVP had, with his teammate had the second most home runs in a season. Wow. Okay, so he was a home run hitting. It wasn't bye bye Balboni. <laughs> no. Who did play for both teams? I, I'm, I mean, I'm stumped. A, a God, I, I am, I am utterly shocked. I don't know. Who's it's got to be obvious. Who is it? He then played in the World Series in the mid 60s for the St. Louis Cardinals. Oh, okay. So now we're going back in time. Oh, Roger Maris. Correct. There we go. Roger Maris. He was That's the MVP right. the year before he, gotcha. he hit 61 home runs. Yeah, yeah. He did play with the Kansas, Kansas City A's. Kansas City? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. See, I, I just remember from uh, I think he was from uh, South Dakota. And I'm disqualified because I said Royals. I guess they weren't the Royals. Yeah, it was Kansas there City. You Kansas City that, see, there. that's so, why I didn't. So throw yeah, it all out. Throw it all. <laughs> <laughs> but he did get Barry Bonds. I have no future as a game uh, show host. Uh, 
<laughs> None of us do. Alex Trebek. So, You're in good company. All right, Steve. So um, I had some other things to talk about, but tell us what, what's what's going on with you. and uh, and Because and, don't you primarily do football? I primarily do football, okay. yes. I'm actually uh, heading out to the NFL Combine in two weeks okay. to watch one of my new clients, Peter Colombaye, who's uh, an outside linebacker from, from Stanford, mm. who I suspect is going to turn a lot of heads at the Combine. Cool. Um, he, um, he, played, he started outside linebacker for, uh, for Stanford and um, um, is, is really, besides a real role model, a, a marvelous athlete and Excellent. someone who will really blow up the Combine workouts. Now, if you get athletes other than football, is it you're not pursuing them, they just happen to know of you? You know, in the course of my career, I've I've rep, I've I've represented some baseball players. I put together a skate show years ago for Brian Boitano, um, <laughs> Brian um, Boitano. Um, which, which was very interesting. Where we were negotiating with Bill Graham, yeah. and Jerry Weintraub on who would end up producing the the skate show. Did you get to drive um, the Zamboni? I did not. I did not get to drive the <laughs> That's Zamboni. That's fun, by the way. I would have. I, I would have. Yeah, I, I would have loved to have driven the Zamboni. I mean, I, no. I guess it's uh, Marlon Brando on the waterfront. That could have been a contender. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, it could have been a contender. I could have. I could have rode the Zamboni. Wasn't I mean, there a song about driving the Zamboni that used to play it at the hockey games? You I know? think so. Yeah. Isn't it like a lawnmower for ice? Pretty much. I, mean, I know. I know. It kind well, of it, it, it shaves the shaves ice and then the lays air. down a sheen of water, which you know theoretically freezes. This, so. Now this is beginning to sound like a Roseanne Rosanna Dana thing. It shaves the water, and then the water gets all ice. <laughs> well, because in bowling you have to oil the lanes. You have yeah, a special yeah. machine that kind of oils right. it, and there's special ways to do it. And hey, backtracking a sec, though, you know, Steve was talking about Stanford. What is it, yeah. Steve, about Stanford that produces so many good NFL players the last fifteen, twenty years? I mean, there's a huge number of NFL players from Stanford. You know, I've, I've represented over twenty-five Stanford players who, who wow. played in the NFL. You know, um, I'm going to take a quick guess here that Stanford has such a good um, scholastic program that some of these better athletes are, are kind of, I'm just totally guessing now, um, are kind of looking and saying, you know, my career in sports may only last so long. So if I get an education or if I just come from a really, really good school, you know, that's going to bode well. Where well. Stanford's that- built... An incredible uh, machine now is it was always a place that you'd want to go, but now it's starting with Harbaugh um, and continuing with David Shaw and previously with Coach Willingham. Um, okay. It was a place that was competing to be a top 20 team while at the same time you got an education that's second to none. Okay, um, so a lot of it really is the, the coaches then. As uh, well, I mean, there's, I mean, both Stanford has certainly gone through periods where they've been five and five teams. I mean, yeah. the, the last 10 years. Has really been an extraordinary run. I mean, if I was a if I was an athlete and you had an option to go to Stanford, how do you not go there exactly. when you get that kind exactly. of degree? Yeah. And when when you know you're going to be competing for a national championship, the odds are if you're the best player in the team, you'll come in second in the Heisman Trophy voting. <laughs> yeah, really. And uh, you know it's an it's, and the weather you can't, it, it's, can't beat it's, the weather. It's yeah. an absolutely amazing place. See, um, rather than go to the east coast of Wisconsin, right? <laughs> the east coast of Wisconsin, <laughs> yeah. a, a great memory. <laughs> It's interesting you bring up both uh, Harbaugh and uh, and David Shaw, and I, I was thinking prior to Harbaugh that that uh, football program was in disarray for a, for a number of years. Even with Bill Walsh, he couldn't is he in his second uh, you know try there couldn't get it out of the funk. But these guys did a great well, it's, job. It's 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 actually very hard to compete at Stanford yeah. because the 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 you still have to get into the school. Yeah. And you know again, yeah. what I can tell you is. Each person that I've represented from Stanford is more extraordinary than the next. Mm. My first client ever from Stanford was a player named Charlie Young, 
who oh, yeah. came back sure. and visited me three weeks ago, and he's now a extremely successful real estate entrepreneur wow. who, in his free time, plays basketball with Obama. Ah! So it's wow. it's it's difficult. Than, it's different than your uh, typical uh, typical the, person. The president yeah. has game too. I um, you know, yeah. one of my clients, Shane Scove, grew up playing. Um, um, football in Mexico, speaks fluent Spanish, and runs camps for kids in Mexico. Oh, no, what's happening P- Peter, here, by the way? P- what's happening to Shane he's Scove? On, he's, on, he's on the New Orleans Saints. Okay, he is. Because I was going to say, there there was a guy, I covered that team real closely, got to know him, and he, you talk about a football mentality. I mean, Shane, it. It, Sh- Shane Scove is, is a Harvard Business School study wow. on how teams misevaluate players. Because mm, huh. what's between Shane Scove's ears in terms of football yeah. knowledge and instincts are almost unmatched. Well, and the problem with Shane is he's he doesn't have a great 40 time, so he doesn't get a chance to get on the field. Mm-hmm. If he ever got a sustained chance to be on the field, I suspect he'd never get off. I mean, he is one of the most instinctive football players I've I've ever been around. You know, I think if I were a player, I'd be a little scared to go to a place like Stanford because you have to practice so much for football that – you know, where do you get time to really study? Because Stanford is not an easy school. Yeah, the, you know, but I'll you know? tell you, the, the, the line on Stanford, and I probably shouldn't yeah, say this, no, it's, okay. it's impossible to get in, but also impossible to fail gotcha. out. Gotcha. Okay. I mean, Cal, um, Cal, I've heard many horror stories. I mean, they work you like crazy. Mm. Um, and I'm not saying Stanford does. Are you talking about Stanford, the football or the, or the scholastic part? Scholastically, like, Cal okay. is much tougher once you're there. Really? Interesting. Um, okay. I, I, I've heard that from many people. Interesting. Stanford's an unbelievable school. But okay. um, Stanford has more programs in place, from my experience, well, to help someone through it. Now, well, with that it, said, it's 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 you know, you know Bryce Love wants to be a doctor. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. amazing that you could be competing for a Heisman Trophy and at the same time get a degree that'll send you to medical school. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, that that's amazing. Um, I, I know it's interesting when when I went to graduate school, they pretty much told us ahead of time. Listen, you start with a B. You got to work really, really hard to get an A, and you have to work pretty hard to get a C. Yep. <laughs> same, same sort of thing. I mean, it, 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 that that's happened in a lot of places. Um, mm. um, you, know, you know, my son's at USC right now. Oh, um, freshman. Um, I'm actually going down to visit him tonight, which cool. I can't wait to do. And um, uh, you know, he's studying neuroscience. Wow. And mm. you know, needless to say. Uh, Neuroscience is not as easy as my pursuit of a history degree from Tufts. Was. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, communication. You know, I mean, you know, history degree with Tufts was l- let's go drink on Friday night. Yeah. N- neuroscience, <laughs> it's 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 pretty intense. Wow. Hey, Steve, I got to ask you, how does one become a sports agent? Obviously, you have to have a background in law, I would think, and you have to have a, a passion for sports. But how do you get in and make the contacts and convince athletes to, hey, trust me with your money, I'm going to do the right thing for you, get you into some. Good Good investments steer you in the right direction. How do you do that? Um, I think it's some strange combination of skills and relationships. Because mm. you um, stay out of the financial part, right? I you, do. I, yeah. I believe it's a complete conflict for the for yeah. the. I, I I will certainly help my clients interview financial people. Okay, mm. good. But um, you know, I mean, everyone over the last five years has thought they're a brilliant financial person because you threw a dart at the board and yeah, your money sure. went up. Yeah. Um, I don't believe the agent should be near the money. It's basically some subtle combination of relationships. And, um, and 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 skills. Mm. And, but what's interesting is my greatest, my first big client, actually, mm-hmm. I signed him not as much because of my agent abilities, but because of my knowledge of Spider-Man. I <laughs> your I, knowledge of the comic book my, Spider-Man I, as as a, as a kid. <sighs> the thing I think I was put on Earth to be was a camp counselor, and I was a camp counselor at a camp where 
um, I used to sit with my kids at night and read Spider-Man comic books yeah. with them. <laughs> and I was introduced to it. Ken Harvey, who was a first-round draft oh, choice yeah. out of Cal. Yeah. And Ken and I bonded over our knowledge of Spider-Man, and he was impressed that I knew that Gwen Stacy was Peter Parker's first girlfriend there rather you. than Mary Jane Watson. <laughs> All right, uh, stay, stay with me. We're going to come back to Spider-Man in just a, a minute. Class, okay, there. here we go. Second trivia question. we got to go through a break. What team, based, we're talking baseball, what team made the Yankees suffer their first ever 4-0 sweep in a World Series? Mm. All right, that's our trivia question. Don't touch that dial. Sports Econ 101. We'll be right back. The ladies of Broadway are coming to Marin Center this March. Prepare to be amazed and inspired as these Broadway powerhouse ladies hit the stage for a dynamic evening highlighting the tales and talents of their stellar Broadway experiences. Seven accomplished women will perform and share not only their own Broadway highlights and stories, but their tributes to women such as Ethel Merman, Bernadette Peters, and Audra McDonald that have inspired them throughout their careers. This performance for all ages is produced by Transcendence Theatre Company, the creators of the award-winning Broadway Under the Stars concert series in wine country. Broadway professionals currently scheduled to appear in Ladies of Broadway include women from Broadway shows such as Wicked, Mamma Mia, Hairspray, Legally Blonde, Motown the Musical, and American in Paris, and many more. Performances will be on March 17th and 18th at Marin Veterans Memorial Auditorium. Reserve tickets at www.ladiesofbroadway.com. That's www.ladiesofbroadway.com. Hi, Sports Econ 101 listeners. I'm Edward Brown. You know me as the host of the show, but you may not know that I work with individuals getting them the least expensive term life insurance policies around. Don't be fooled by the ads you hear on TV and radio. It's always best to work with someone who's completely independent. That's where I come in. If you email me at edward at sportsecon101.com, your name, your age, and how much insurance you want, I'll run the numbers through my software program and let you know the least expensive policy around from among many of the top insurance companies. Again, I'm totally independent, so email edward at sportsecon101.com for your free life insurance quote today. Why pay more for life insurance than you need to? I can get you a guaranteed policy where the low premiums are fixed anywhere from 10 to 35 years. So email edward at sportsecon101.com right now for your free life insurance quote. That's edward at sportsecon101.com. Allergy sufferers, my name's Nigel. And as a well-educated owl, I know the difference between what's wise and unwise. Texting after three glasses of Merlot? Unwise. Using Zizol for 24-hour relief of your allergy symptoms? Quite wise. Because Zizol is just as effective at hour 24 as it is at hour 1, relieving your symptoms for a better night's sleep and a more productive day. So for continuous 24-hour allergy relief, don't be unwise. Be wise all. Take Zizol. Users directed. Anchor.fm is a great new platform that has some of the coolest audio on the planet. You'll find Rick Tittle's Comedy Spotlight and his interviews with all of today's biggest comedians, plus the best in politics, music, and more. Anchor has it all. And if you want to get in on the action, you can start your own station and be the DJ you've always dreamed of. If you're looking to launch a podcast, Anchor is the easiest way to begin. And with so many ways to interact with your listeners, you'll be destined for greatness. So check out the Comedy Spotlight and more at Anchor.fm. 
Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Edward Brown here along with Bruce McGowan and our special guest, sports agent Steve Baker. Second trivia question. What team made the Yankees suffer their first ever 4-0 sweep in a World Series? I'm guessing, well, I remember the Dodgers swept them in 63, but I think it's going way back to the 20s when the Giants swept them. Um, no, actually, you're, you're correct in your first assumption. 63, the Dodgers. 63, yeah, Dodgers. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah Sandy Koufax old, uh, just yeah. uh, stuck it to him. And uh, Willie, um, come on, who was their, who was their, their big state? I was going to answer 1963 against the against the Dodgers. Yeah. <laughs> Not just, <I'm> <laughs> wow, you're brilliant. Well, you remember the Dodgers, the Dodgers lost the pennant the year before to the Giants. They blew a... a, a Four-game lead in the last week and lost in a playoff. It was a galling loss, and they came back determined, and they just and blitzed in, everybody. And in 66, they lost uh, to Baltimore for four, four, four in a row, and they got yeah. shut out the last three games. How about that? Ooh, not That's good. Not- that was the end of Sandy Koufax, too. That was his last year. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, so we are uh, back with Steve Baker, sports agent. Uh, we're not going to continue on too much of the Spider-Man, I guess. Um, we, we can get off of this. For another show. Peter, Peter Parker. Parker picked a pipe of pickled peppers or something. <laughs> Just, like it's important for your yeah. listeners to know that Mary huh. Jane Watson was not Peter Parker's first serious girlfriend. It was Gwen Stacy. Gwen Stacy. Okay. Because I... Um, I, I definitely love Spider-Man. When I was a kid, they had the, the cartoon on, and uh, I, I didn't much read the comics as much, but uh, loved, oh, the, loved I, the cartoon. I, I, yeah. was, I, I loved Couldn't Spider-Man as a kid. I, yeah. I, I, um, I, in fact, after Ken became my client, I was so into Spider-Man that I actually arranged a meeting with Stan Lee. And I met with Stan oh, Lee. Yeah. And, and, Stan Lee and who? I, Stan, Stan, Stan. Very, very funny. <laughs> Stan Lee who? <laughs> We, I was I was traveling through the Amazon, but yeah. you know I I, uh, I I met with Stan Lee to pitch Ken being in the the Spider Man movie, which at the time James Cameron was about to oh, produce, wow. and then James Cameron decided to do some real failure called Titanic. Titanic, but, yeah, uh, that, that, yeah. It, it sunk. Yeah, the sheer comic brilliance. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I, I hope I'm not giving you too much of an icy stare as you yeah. talk. <laughs> <laughs> I can see where this is all going. Okay, so uh, let's let's talk a little football and a little Garoppolo. Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, I, I don't think the 49ers have gotten near the credit they deserve for getting this deal done the way yeah. they do. The Garoppolo Amazing. deal is interesting in that it is an extraordinary deal. I mean, yeah. he is the highest paid player in the league. Isn't that amazing? He, he deserves to be the highest paid yeah. player in the league because of what he did. I mean, you get paid in the, in the NFL based on on uh, potential, but but I've I've listened to some of these radio shows where they're critical of the 49ers for doing it to, so soon. Reality is, is the Niners did a classic 49er deal where they basically did a two year deal um, yeah. where they're paying them sixty million dollars over those two years, so it's not chump change. Yeah, but it, they basically gave them a two year deal in exchange for a decision whether they want them then for the last three, mm-hmm. um, which is classic 49ers and Pragmate, their main negotiator, so, should be commended. I was going to say, would, would you have negotiated basically tr- tried to negotiate the same sort of thing? Or? I would have tried to get a larger guarantee, but it's okay. easy for me to sit back and sure. um, and argue. Sure. I mean, his agent's an excellent agent, okay. and um, and he is the highest paid player in the league. Um, I mean, he, he will not be. He will not be the highest pay, player of the league when the league year starts this year. Kirk Cousins will, I suspect, okay. will be much higher. Aaron Rodgers will be much higher. Yeah. But, um, but who cares, though? I mean, why do, why do, what's the big? ego Well, it is what I do for a living, so uh, no, I can't. No, no, I know. No, I'm talking about like the, the big ego thing. Uh, I mean, it's being a sports agent. Aside for a minute, I'm talking who about cares how much you, player being Say, number oh, one or number the, two? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, unless yeah. a guy who's like so much worse than you is getting paid so much more than you, then I could say, well, gosh, that's kind of a rub. But yeah. you know, ooh, I have to make an extra million dollars more, thirty million compared no. to twenty nine million. You, you know, know I, can I tell you? There's, a, there's. First of all, I think that there's many things that go into deciding what you do as a player that that trump 
Um, as much as I hate to use that name. political show, please. Where is that coming from? <laughs> now, that, there are many <laughs> issues for a player that, that overcome money. I mean, for example, yeah. um, I think the 49 I think the Warriors are the classic franchise in in all of sports and the fact that so many players are willing to pay play for much less yeah. to play for that team. David Wessel, mm. yeah. I mean that that yeah. winning and being in an environment that you're comfortable in is is the most important thing. Well, especially if they've made a lot of money previously. At the same time though, players you're talking about the upper 1% to the upper 1% to the upper 1% and players are worth every penny they mm. they can get. Yeah. Um, it bothers me that Tom Brady's not the highest paid player in football because Tom Brady leaves money on the table for the salary cap. I mean, there should be provisions in the salary cap where Tom Brady could still be the highest paid player in football. Uh, I, I, that's I easy for you to say because yeah. it's not, I mean, I don't I mean, see. I'm not writing the checks. Yeah, I mean, but, but, I, but I, I like, appreciate a guy I, who says, listen, I'm willing to take, if, there, if there's a salary cap, because it's probably based on the whole Yankees thing from years gone by about them buying players, <laughs> to basically say, listen, I'm willing to take a little bit less to, to, to get a player who we might not be able to get because mm. I, I want a winning team. I believe that? a player should do that. Okay. I believe also that it's easy for other people to sit back and say the player should take less. I mean, you're talking about the upper 1% well, I'm not saying of 1%. Should. I'm just saying, you know, uh, not that they, quote, should, but if, I, if I'm a player... Um, winning is important to me. I think right? I think that one of the things that makes the Warriors so special is the Warriors, to some extent, their star players are willing have to some extent been willing to take less to allow them to sign other players. Yeah. David West comes in for less than he could otherwise make. Yeah. Pachulia comes in for less than he can make. I think I I think winning is more important than anything else. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's you and I disagree on Pachulia. <laughs> nice you don't guy. like Pachulia? No, no, no he's terrific. Terrific. crazy. No, terrific. I mean Pachulia is the fifth best player in their starting lineup. I mean, you know, he's he's he does there, all there the dirty work. Yeah, I, I think Pachulia is very underrated. Yeah, think, you look think, at the way he plays defense, the way he sets screens, his passing, I, he's terrific. I, I think Pachulia is very yeah. very underrated. I, know, I guess maybe I compare. You don't, you I don't survive in the NBA for 15 years by being a think I mean, I can appreciate that. Listen, I could not do it, but. The thing is, I guess I look at other players, right? I'd, I'd much rather well, you Stephen you, Adams. You wouldn't want to you know? have – Stephen Adams wouldn't fit in with the Warriors, though, because he would have to take a secondary role. Pachulia is willing to do that. Yeah, the, one okay. of the aspects of the Warriors that is so underrated is how much players give up yeah. their individual identity to help the team. I, I, yeah. I, I, what, what, Steph Curry, what Steph Curry has done, where he went from being Batman to being Robin to Durant, yeah. that's unprecedented. I can't think of any other time in the history of sports that that's happened. Yeah. And that's really well, especially in that sport. Wait, would you actually? I mean, would you actually go that far to say that he turned into quote Robin? I think in some he's, respects. I yeah. mean, put it this way: uh-huh. I think Steph Curry remains the most significant player on the Warriors. But if you made a vote right now among writers who the best player on the Warriors yeah, would be, Durant. you'd I, say Durant. I, I, yeah, you're right. Yeah. yeah. Um, Okay. Uh, Steph Curry well, is the singularly enough. most exciting player that I've ever seen play basketball. I loved watching. How, him did, play. Did, how did that game against? Really, uh, even more I, than Magic. Huh? I oh, love yeah. watching oh, Steph. Yeah. Oh, no, I, I, fine, but I no, love Curry everything a, about everything about yeah. Steph Curry. The way he affects a game yeah. is amazing. You know, it was amazing. A few days ago, when they had the, uh, um, they were playing the Portland Trailblazers, and just before half, stealing the ball with like what couple of seconds and just quickly putting it up. I mean, just. That is amazing. That's that's like something that. Hey, listen, like I a, I love watching the guy. Movie. I just always remember Magic Johnson. The thing I loved about him, he'd be running down the floor, and out of the corner of his eye, he'd see a guy cross court and throw a bounce pass fifty feet yeah. and hit the guy in stride. And he, uh, no. yeah, yeah. Ma- Ma- Magic Johnson. But Magic had a had an amazing crew. Well, he was too. he was a he was a good passer, good passer, good I shooter, just, good yeah. rebounder. I've never I've never enjoyed watching a player more than I enjoy watching Steph yeah. Curry. Oh yeah. I mean, well, we see him more too. I mean, it's yeah. but just it's it's. 
we are in such a mecca for sports right now. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I do think I do think the Niners are on the verge of being one of the best teams in the NFL. Um, the Giants were were in an even year, um, yeah. and, <laughs> and I think the Warriors. I personally think the team the Warriors have this year is the best team they've had in four years. I mean, I could be. I I, yeah. I, I do. I mean, the only thing that I like about the earlier teams was maybe what Bogut brought to them in the first year but uh, Bo- and I think Bogut was ridic- ridiculous underrated but in that first year as well as in yeah. that second year you didn't have Durant so it's, no, that's it's, true yeah. and uh you know well Jordan Bell got hurt uh Nick Young uh, you know Nick Young Nick Young is Nick Nick Young is going a little bit lower in my estimation recently yeah. Yeah. he's fun yeah, to watch he really but he's has. maddening yeah, but know, uh, streaky player but yeah. but yeah. Iguodala I'm sure will turn it up during the playoffs and uh, yeah he's been having a hard time I, maybe his age catch, catch, what, what did you guys think of uh, of the Warriors having uh, Steve Kerr sort of defer to the players loved the other it. night and, I and, loved and, and it. let them come it's fun I loved and they played a team that you know, it wasn't going to. First of all, they're so far ahead. Yeah, it wasn't going to matter. And they were playing the Suns, right? I yes. Think, and the Suns were not very good anyway, no. even though they, you know, started. I mean, listen, really you, well the game. you have to be careful where you don't show up your opponent. Ruffle and, your feathers. You know, yeah. Basketball doesn't have the same. Um, um, uh, same feeling that they have in baseball that any little thing you do you get a ball thrown at you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, no, no, you, I mean, that something like that. I don't think is really showing up the other team. Well, it so, could have been perceived that way if they were really? playing a very good team. A bad team, I don't think so. See, when you say that, uh, then it sounds like more of an insult. Yeah, well, no, because, uh, yeah, but, yeah, if you're saying you're so yeah. terrible that we can treat you with yeah. such disrespect, <laughs> exactly. I, mean, I, I guess you could look at it that way. I think yeah. it's a delicate thing. I think Steve Kerr, Steve Kerr, his um, social IQ. Yeah. Is off the charts. Yeah. If you could, if you could manage and a knowledge of people and and measure that, I've never oh, seen I anyone know. with a better sense of that. I, you know, I don't. I still say, and I've said this before. I don't know how he keeps it together. I know he's got, you know, he gets a technical once in a while, or whatever. But I look and I, and sometimes I I watch the play, and not so much just the referees, but see the the play on the on the court and go. I, I'd strangle the player, you know, if I had the chance, you know. Really? I, I'd, be Steve, ter- I'd be terrible. Yeah. I would actually Steve be Kerr, terrible. Steve Kerr is a um, – and also you wouldn't be good at putting the team together because you wouldn't have had Z- uh, Pachulia. But, <laughs> but, 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 but no, I'm kidding. I'd put, I, I'd put you in. I, the, uh, I, I think uh, Steve Kerr is incredible. And, yeah, he really you is. Know, the, the toughest thing in sports to do is to perpetuate success. There's lots yeah. of success in in sports, but perpetuating success as the Warriors are seeing this year, yeah. the last two weeks with the with with the hills they've had to climb. Um, well, especially Steve since every team you play, every is, team is, is up gun, for you. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're every team season, um, yeah. and and the, yeah. there's such a level of intensity that everyone plays the Warriors with. I mean, you know, 20 years ago, I'm sure the Warriors' best games when they were 20 win teams was <laughs> when the Lakers came to town. Oh, no question. Um, yeah. Those but, games yeah, were yeah. special. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, you know, yeah. it's 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 incredible what they've accomplished. Yeah, and also, you know, you bring in a guy like Omri Caspi, who's sort of an yeah. anonymous player. The other night, he comes in and starts and scores 19 points. Yeah. I mean, you, he hadn't played. I think he played like five minutes in the previous four or five games. I love Caspi. I, I, like I love Caspi. Me, yeah. me too. And, and I He's think part of player. it is is the, the Warriors, the way they play with the spacing. I mean, one of the things that, that – that Curry does, and and also the the shooting of Durant and of Thompson is is that the spacing on the floor allows a big who can shoot like like yeah. Caspi to become even a better player. And I love Javale McGee, but I I think was it because of his asthma that, that he just doesn't get to play as much. I think it's because he's just sort of the odd man out. But uh, no, of late, I, I mean, he's been I, working harder than anybody I, else. I think he's I think he's I mean, much I, better than Pachulia. 
I don't. Um, agree. I think. Not, I think. He's, I think he doesn't have really? anywhere. Oh no! no. Watch a little, watch a few. Watch a few pick and rolls. Yeah. He can block but, shots. No, I, but no. I, well, he's I, not as big. He's not as wide. He I doesn't have that. Uh, Steve will point this out. He you doesn't know, have that basketball. I'm looking acumen. at my phone. Patchouli's mother is calling up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Listen, I understand. Patchouli is a very very I mean, nice I, human being. So this. Is I understand. Player, I understand if you have a Kawhi Leonard jersey hanging in your house. Not to like I love. Yeah, I love Kawhi Leonard too. How many games has he played? By the way, well, well, not many because of Patchouli. Yeah. Julia stepping oh, in front of him. That was my reference. Yeah. <laughs> but, there you but, go. I, I guess I got to be careful with my subtle references. That was the first game of the, of the Western Finals yeah. last the, year. The Warriors were down by something like 25 yeah. points. That and, turned uh, the whole series. And, uh, turned and, the game. Pachulia, so in other words, that was a very smart play by Pachulia. I, that was not a smart play. That, <laughs> no, was, that was a dirty play. But yeah. I, no, I don't think he purposely... I, I don't. I don't. He's a physical guy. He's well, gonna, I know, you know it's physical, but I. I, I based on base. I. I don't think really? he's a dirty player, yeah. but the NBA rules are pretty clear about about leaving room for someone when oh, they're yeah, landing. And and I. I, I could, understand that. If I if I, I was a San Antonio Spurs fan, I would have been very upset by that. Sure. Play. sure. I mean, I think I, I think it's a good rule. But I think it's very easy to just fall into it without like going, hmm, I'm going to purposely jump and, and land there so yeah. a guy can. But my yeah. point is, is that Pachulia has a toughness. That's important to this team, yeah. just like um, Andrew Bogut. Just like Bogut. I yeah. mean, I when but this guy's got freaking butterfingers. It's like he doesn't have like, to have good hands. He's no, he play, he's out there for his defense. The ball. He never reaches. Have down you ever watched yeah, the and, 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 and if you watch the Super Bowl, yes, does, if you watch the Super Bowl, Tom Brady's not a good wide receiver. But you know, I still think Tom Brady's <laughs> yeah, a pretty good quarterback. Yeah, yeah. I, I was, that was that was a tough point. one. Okay, all right, like guys. That. Last tri- last commercial break <laughs> trivia question here. Right. You know, okay. So so you're two for two so far. Oh, I don't know about that. All right, let's see. I'm going to see if. Don't answer this one. Okay. Well, you you know how it works. We always sure. answer it at the end. Sure. Who was the manager of the Boston Red Sox in 1948? Yeah, jeez. No, no, you've heard of it. I mean, I would. I'm give sure you I've one heard of him. Yeah. Yeah, All right, that's our trivia question. Don't touch that dial. Sports Econ 101. We'll be right back with some closing comments. Are you an inventor who would like to try to have an invention or idea patented and submitted to companies? But you don't know what to do next. Call for free information from InventHelp. InventHelp, a leading inventor service company, has been helping inventors since 1984 and has sales offices located in more than 60 cities nationwide. You'll want to talk to the company that has helped secure more than 7,000 invention patents. So call InventHelp. Even if you have an idea for improving an existing product and don't know where to go with it, you'll still want to call InventHelp for free information. You'll find out how InventHelp may assist you in trying to patent your invention and submit it to companies. So call now. Call InventHelp at 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. Get your free information by dialing 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. 1-800-316-1738. When you struggle with credit card bills every month, you're not just in debt. Debt is all around you. I see people every day that are on the brink. They're going to go over the edge, and at the bottom is bankruptcy, and we pull them back. At the Debt Helpline, we're experts at helping you resolve your debt problems and become free of debt. We can help you pay off your debt and give you one lower monthly payment that you can afford. You do get to consolidate your payments. 
you only have to worry about making one payment a month instead of making three or four or five. If you have $5,000, $10,000 or more in credit card bills, call the Debt Helpline now for a free confidential debt analysis. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. Call the CESI Debt Helpline right now for a free confidential debt review. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. Are you a business owner or an individual who owes the IRS? Then be prepared to write down an important phone number. Do you owe $10,000 or more in back taxes? Do you need to file back tax returns? Are you dealing with bank levies and wage garnishments? It's time to deal with your IRS problem today. Call Certified Tax Tax Representation now. Certified Tax Tax Representation, Inc. represents clients just like you in all 50 states. They will contact the IRS on your behalf the same day that you become a client, and you can become a client immediately. It's time for you to face your IRS problems. Think about how great you're going to feel when you're represented by a company who's an advocate for you, who knows the law, who also will contact the IRS the same day you become a client. Call today for your free, no-obligation consultation. Call now, 1-800-999-1064. That's 1-800-999-1064. Not all cases are typical and some may not qualify. The consultation is free and so is the call, so call right now. 1-800-999-1064. That's 1-800-999-1064. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Last time for today, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Bruce McGowan and our special guest, Steve Baker. Third trivia question, who was the manager of the Boston Red Sox in 1948? I'm drawing a blank on this that. One. Okay, this is, it's I, a, I know they won the world. They were in the World Series in '46. Ted Williams won the World Series. They lost to the Cardinals. Okay. Was it was it a player manager? Uh, I think. Well, I think it was a, a player many many years many years ago. Okay, but you would look at him as an old manager back was, even 1948. Wow. <sighs> Joe McCarthy. Joe McCarthy. Joe McCarthy was who the, was the great manager with the Yankees in the 30s. Yeah, in the 1930s. And, and, uh, the, the twenty, the twenty. Oh, oh, that's so funny. I kept thinking of John McGraw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking the exact yeah. same thing. Yeah. No, Joe Giants, McCarthy was yeah. a, was a great manager with the Yankees. Yeah, I think he had three major league at bats, three or four major league at bats. He, he was like Walter. Is he Alston. in the Hall of Fame for that? I believe he is. For, I think, for, he, for, I as think a player? he won like five or six. Well, not as a player, <laughs> obviously. Well, it depends on what he did with those three yeah, at bats. Yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> he may have he may have gotten a hit. He may have a three thirty three batting average. I don't know lifetime average. All right. Well, Steve Baker again. Always a pleasure. Thank you for and having thank, me. Thank you for the uh, geography lesson about Wisconsin not being in the East Coast. I mean, I, I, I missed something there. Well, what, this, what? Is, this is the last time Steve was with us. Oh. He, he, he I, I somehow said something about Wisconsin being, you know, an East Coast right. uh, place. Yeah. And uh, Steve reminded me that it's a little bit more mid Midwest kind of uh, flyover state. Mid. I mean, yeah, I, I, guess I, North, I reminded uh, I reminded Edward that I only thought Wisconsin was East Coast if Lex Luthor dropped the uh. bomb <laughs> in, yeah. in in Chicago, uh. thereby making Maybe. Wisconsin beachfront property. There you go. There you exactly. Go. All right. Here's our thoughts a for the flyover day. state, right? Here's our thoughts for the day. Life is like a coin. You can spend it any which way you wish, but you can only spend it once. Mm. Mm. Good one. And You're good- obviously not someone who hangs out with Shirley MacLaine. Oh, <laughs> yeah, right. exactly. Yeah. How many lives has she lived anyway? Uh, not sure. Okay, and the difference between school and life. In school, you're taught a lesson and then given a test. In life, you're given a test that teaches you a uh, lesson. Good one. And with that, Who's that? In- Who was that quote? 
Uh, I just said it. I don't know who else said it. Tune in next week to Sports (laughs) Econ 101. We're going to be discussing sports topics from a business perspective and asking some more sports trivia questions. Thanks for listening. On behalf of our team, I'm Edward Brown, your host. We'll see you next week. Good night, America. So long.